Warning, the following podcast is meant for comedy. We do not condone or support any criminal activity or crimes mentioned. Enjoy yourself. True Criminals! <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm Eric. I'm Scotty. And this is True Criminals, a podcast where we talk to regular people about the crimes they have committed. So, we have a couple guests coming up. We chose the names Toe Jam and Earl for them from the classic Sega Genesis game. Yeah, Sega Genesis. So, I mean, I my my concerns, I picked Toe Jam and Earl because, you know, it seems like it's a fun little side-scrolling game that people played. I never played it. It seemed fun. However, it's called Toe Jam and Earl. I don't want it to sound like we just picked a couple of insulting names. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just dogging on people. Oh, yeah, your name is shitbird. <laughs> Fuckhead. Or the, or your, yeah, it's not like we're like, I don't know, who's a fat character and a skinny character? Oh, Joe Jaminer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, because I can't picture the characters clearly in my head. Yeah, one of them's like orange and super fat, and I think he's always like eating a hot dog or something, and then the other one's super skinny with like three eyes and just kind of wiry <laughs> so like, it the, like it's just toe jam and earl it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> the reason i picked it as the name is it, for one it just popped in my head I, I do a lot of stuff just based off of free association but i mean it's two characters you know you got two we have two guests and it's a game that has two devil characters. dragon was already taken by one person <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Double Dragon was taken by a single guest. <laughs> That's how we do things. Whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did want to get that out there. This is we just picked it. The, the name was picked because there's it's a game that has two characters, and then you know, and it's a lighthearted, fun game. So, and then um, okay, so I do want to uh, some housekeeping or crime news. Okay, so in the episode, I do mention that I went to court that morning. It's been almost a week. It has been a week. It's been a week since we recorded. Um, so I went to court that morning for my my ticket. For if you've been following following the show, I got a ticket for the thing. I went to court that morning. Yeah, uh, I think I'm, we've talked about it in the last episode. But yeah, I yeah. Settled up and paying the fine. And so that's it. That's, that's what we're talking about when it's mentioned in the show. Um, only other things. Oh, yeah. I, I guessed it on another podcast. It's called Preferences and References. Um, it'll be out in a couple weeks. I'll mention it again maybe next week. But I did break the law to be on the show. I was out doing stuff. I was like, I had plans already. It was that Saturday. And I was like, oh, shit. I got supposed to be on that show in like 20 minutes. And I was like... 25 minutes from my house so like i fucking sped like hell ran through school zones passed buses with their signs out everything and i was i and then i jumped on a zoom i jumped on the zoom call at a stoplight when i was real close to my house and then i was like i didn't put it on video so they didn't know i was i was on i was still in my car and then i was like hey guys hey i'm getting really bad audio and <laughs> kind of you know, uh, this is happening, that's happened, stalled for like a minute. I was like, hey, I'm going to shut my computer down and log back in. <laughs> so, like, then I hung up on the call, finished the rest of my drive home, 
came inside, logged in. And they were none the wiser. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll remind you again when that show comes out. Preferences, references. I was a guest. I talked about talked about crime. Although I would think if I was going to be on a show, they would have asked me like, "Oh, tell me one of these criminal stories." But they really treated me like I was a criminal expert. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to hear my expert opinion on crime, yeah, you'll check out that show. But other than that, so you got anything? Anything else you need to? No. No, I oh, I did have a specific crime I mentioned that I was going to tell you. Okay, so I am not the criminal in this, but I am in, I am involved in the story in a way. Okay, so I used to be a manager for this company, and I used to have several employees that reported to me, and they'd go out. It was a uh, product maintenance company. They like you know they put fertilizers and chemicals down on lawns, and so they'd go to houses knock on the door, treat their lawns for whatever it needed, and et cetera. People drive around in their trucks, and I was the manager, and they'd report back to me at the end of the day, hey, here's what happened, here's my day, et cetera. Well, one guy comes in at the end of the day, and he says, hey, I got, I got something I got to report to you. And he like kind of talks like he needs me to clear the room, so I have to everybody clear the room, shuts the door. And he's like, hey, um, I was on this lawn today, and I was – uh, knocked on the door and this guy like he was like first the guy was backing out of his driveway saw I was there so then he pulled back in real fast went inside his house and I knocked on the door and he answered the door and he was like oh hey yeah go ahead treat everything and so he starts treating the property he gets into the backyard and the guy was standing there in a loincloth like in the middle of his backyard and so he's like this is weird but he keeps on treating the property and then he's like getting, he starts at the back, he's working his way toward the front. And as he gets closer, he noticed the loincloth has disappeared. And then like, I think he said something to the guy. He was like, hey, hey, man, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be involved in whatever you're doing over there. I'm going to finish up. But yeah, just, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable. And the guy's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. <clears throat> and then the guy like starts masturbating. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Man, I was worried this was going to be a lame story. <laughs> so the guy starts masturbating, and, they, and the, the technician's like, hey, man, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I'm going to finish up, but you got to stop doing that. It's not working out. And the guy's like, no, no, it's good for the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, okay, the guy, like, he, he doesn't freak out or do anything weird to this customer who's, like, masturbating in front of him. But he actually finishes up treating, which is like, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have done that. I would have left. I would have stopped. I'm like, hey, man, yeah, this can't happen around me. I got to go. And I would have just left. Well, he finished up treating the lawn, and then he left. Finished up the rest of his day, too. Didn't tell me about it until later in the day. Uh, he comes to me, tells me the story. And I'm like, okay. Okay, well, you know, I'll figure it out. So I call the guy. I have to call this guy because, I mean, we can't have technicians go into people's property where they're like, you know, I don't know. What is that? Is that a, they're not, they're not being attacked, but you know, whatever. It's against the law. You can't masturbate in front of people. You can't invite service workers to your house and then jerk off in front of them. And so I'm like, maybe you can, Fuck. I don't <laughs> think so because them. like not long ago, I mean, I say not long ago, it was a handful of years ago. Uh, I know that like 
the coach of one of the high schools here. Uh, I guess he like got fired and eventually like arrested. Maybe I don't know. I know he got some legal penalties and definitely lost his job. But like he would, he, I guess he had like big open face windows in front of his house and he would always uh, open them completely and start doing his uh, treadmill exercises and just like (laughs) running naked in front of the window. (laughs) I mean, like he wasn't masturbating, but I imagine his dick was flopping around pretty well. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It probably gets complicated because I think I heard I saw a thing on, on like a dateline years ago where a guy was filming his neighbors having sex, but he was doing it from his own house. Yeah. So he was he was filming from his window into their window, and it was completely legal somehow. He got they like complained and you know they lost. Huh. You can film anything out your own window. I think I don't know. I don't believe I've ever like caught anybody masturbating or like had anybody just like be that uh, blatant about it. But I mean, I would just be completely terrified that they were going to like throw it on me. We, I didn't see this. We were out in downtown Dallas about a week ago and we were trying to find a parking spot. Uh, and we were in deep Ellum, that same area like you were at not that long ago. Oh, the Ellum? Yeah. yeah so we were <laughs> deep Ellum. Anyways, we were in deep Ellum uh, and we were trying to find a parking spot and I was about to park in this one lot and Rachel was like, no, nah, let's not park here. It was too expensive. And she was like, and there's a guy masturbating over there. <laughs> so I didn't see it, but yeah. She was like, he's going to jizz on her car. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like the, the beginning of Silence of the Lambs kind of fucked me up. Like when she first meets Hannibal. And he's like, <laughs> my wrists. Oh, I cut my wrists. And she like goes to check on him and he just like kind of flings it yeah. on her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend and I recently watched that. Uh, I thought you were going to say you reenacted that scene. <laughs> The girl in the window across the street. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And, like, I don't know. I Neither of us realized that it was supposed to be, like, a dark comedy. <laughs> so we were, like, legit trying to figure out a mystery and, like, complaining about the terrible dialogue. And, like, so re- to us, there wasn't, like, this joke about all these fucking casserole dishes it was like, oh shit, something's going on there. Is her mind in a time loop? And like, yeah, we were like <laughs> saying all these fucking theories and like at the end of it, we were just like, oh, geez. But no, when the, uh, the father takes his daughter to a prison <laughs> and he's walking yeah. her down the hall where like all the inmates are like yelling through the bars and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, somebody's going to throw the jizz on the little girl. <laughs> but no, <laughs> she just got eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How long did it take you to realize it was a Like, to the last fucking episode. <laughs> I was like, what is up with this handyman? What's it? Why is he taking so long on this mailbox? <laughs> he in He's mailbox in on it. Something, like, we were trying to solve a mystery and missing all the jokes because of it. And then afterwards, I, like, started thinking back. And I was like, yeah, we were talking about how dumb that sex scene was. But we were taking it serious. <laughs> <laughs> you're like because every time we talk about writing a movie or something we're like we're gonna make it so ridiculous yeah. we're, we're gonna treat it like it's the most serious thing anybody's ever seen and they like 
I guess they did that. And you, you, yeah. <laughs> they they April fooled you. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyways, back to the store. Yeah, back to the store. Okay, so I have to call this customer. And so I call him. And I call him on speaker with, like, some other manager. Because I actually need witnesses. So I call him on speaker with some other managers in the room. And I'm like, hey, so this incident happened. And, you know, I don't even think I said exactly what happened out loud while I was on the call. But I was like, yeah, you, it was an inappropriate situation uh, while one of our technicians was there. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah, so we, we, uh, we can't have people come into your house if you're doing he's like you're right that it's not the christian thing to do and i mean he like admits to it all not the non-christian thing to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like i'm super not christian i mean i'm a registered satanist i still don't fucking diddle myself in front of people <laughs> Have you read the handbook? I think you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyways, yeah, he basically admitted to it. And yeah, I had to like fire him as a customer. I had to be like, well, we can't can't do business with you anymore. I'm sorry. And then I had to update all these notes and say so that he doesn't someone doesn't sell him on the service again in a month. Come to his house, knock on the door, and sign him right back up if that <laughs> would happen. And then he and then and then looking into it. I talked to like an older technician who had been with the company like 20 years and that guy was like, Oh yeah, yeah. That guy used to do that shit to me all the time. I was like, what? He's like, I just, I just had to yell at him. Hey, don't do that. I was like, oh. I had to run over and jack him off myself. <laughs> he was from a different he was era. Taking, he was taking forever. Yeah. That's the difference between the boomers and the generation X. Man, I don't know if I've told this story. If I have, just cut it, cut it out. But uh, I used to work at a pizza restaurant, and there was this guy that like everybody knew by name because he would like call in for delivery pizza, and he was just always super insanely drunk when he called and whenever the drivers got there and stuff. And it was just like incident after incident of him like calling and yelling about like not an enough pepperonis on his pizza too many pepperonis on his pizza uh one time one of the drivers was like called back to the manager and on the phone with him like man i can hear it moving around in there the tv's on pretty loud i'm knocking on the door and he's not answering like what am i supposed to do and while the manager is talking to this driver he gets a call from the guy and he starts yelling at the manager because his pizza's not there. And the manager was like, have you opened your fucking door yet? And, uh, so he went and like, that was it. And I don't remember what it was, but he did something and he got banned as a customer and he would still call, but like, every, like everybody that answered the phones recognized his number and would tell him that he's not allowed to order pizza and stuff. And one morning, like, cause he would get like crazy day drunk and, uh, yeah, one, one day he called from a different number. So they like took the order, but they were like, I'm pretty sure it was that guy. And they're like, Oh, it couldn't, they didn't know what his address was or anything, but like, Oh geez. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's him. And so we're like still making the pizza and he calls back 
and he's like fucking bawling on the phone, just like I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to trick you, and I don't deserve your pizza. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I don't know, just got guilty. <laughs> Have you heard the the weeping killer call? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I stopped her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not funny that he stabbed that woman, but man, his voice is so weird. Yeah. He calls and cries about, I didn't mean to do it. She made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. So there's some, some crime stories to, to set up before the interview. All right. So coming at you now, Toe Jam and Earl. So, um, I know I sent y'all a message. I, I sent it to the wrong thing. You know, I sent it to your host one when I was actually reaching out for guests. But uh, normally on our show, we just talk to regular people about crimes. <laughs> They're crimes, though. Not, not just like. So, I assume you guys have not lived the most perfect lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. Problem is, all my crimes I got fucking trouble for. <laughs> well, that's what we're hoping for, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so, Scotty and I have both been arrested before uh, a couple times. Okay. So, you know, you're in good company. Uh, yeah, I only got arrested the one time. Um, I was at the, uh, it, it was a dumb, it was the dumbest thing. I was like 19 years old. And I went to the Iowa State Fair to see Florida Georgia Line way, way back when. And, uh, I walked down That's like the halfway through the set. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, go butter cow. But I show up down to the to the concession stands to get a get a pop, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, we got a assortment of like pops and beers." And I heard beer, and my eyes just got this fucking big. And to be a nineteen, you know, I'm not going to pass that shit up. So the by the time the the show was over, I had a stack of cups this tall. See, it's a Coors on them. You know, I'm taking those home. And uh, I'm walking out, and I live like this is like an hour and a half away from where I lived at the time. And I'm with my girlfriend, and we're walking straight. I can see the car. She hasn't had a drink. She's going to drive me home. And I just happen to run into my fucking mother. What are the odds? <laughs> I'm two hours away from her house. I just happen to run into her in the biggest city in Iowa. And uh, she just happens to stop me right outside the police station. So a couple cops come over and, like, when's your birthday? I, I lied. And I call it in. I hear the lady go, oh, that's not his birthday. And they're like, when's your real birthday? I told him, my cuff me, boys. I ended up getting arrested and thrown in the back of a truck with a guy named Ethan who was so drunk that he pissed on himself. He dropped his pants at the edge of the stadium. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a guy named Bubba who was passing a joint back and forth in the bathroom and stepped out to see a sheriff when he went to pass it the next time. And uh, a guy who got so mad that he got in a fist fight over the price of the bucket of cookies And a guy guy who's, I'm not shooting you, went by Bobo the Clown, who was a carny who had an arrest warrant in in another state. And the guy called him out for his basketball game being bullshit, so he knocked him out. Uh, The usual lineup. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm glad I did it because I wanted to get, you know, get that shit off my bucket list early, you know. Was Was your mom still there when you got arrested? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. She felt fucking <laughs> awful. You bet your ass. She came and bailed me out. Like, <laughs> which, you know, it, it, being from like rural Iowa myself, it, it's not uncommon to, you know, have a few beers now and then, um, even when you're younger, you know, it's not like it's a shame practice, but, um, it is illegal. Yeah. So I, I had it coming, but uh, and when, when it ended up being there, my, my girlfriend at the time, she, she came back and when she stopped to pick me up, I was there till like 4am and, uh, she was bawling. You just thought I was prison by her reaction. And, uh, my dad was just like stone faced pissed. And, uh, my grandfather, like a super religious guy, um, had a calculator and a pen. And as we were going, he was asking me questions to try and add up how much each one of those beers was going to cost me after I paid my fines. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I, uh, I would, I was in court this morning over a fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's very fitting. Yeah. Yeah, Perfect timing. (laughs) But yeah, I've been fighting it for six months. So, but anyways, um, yeah. So your story made me think of this time I was at a May fest in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I was there with a friend of mine who was like three years younger than me. And I was just 21. So yeah, he was like 18. And, you know, obviously he was like, hey, let's hit up the beer tent and you buy beers for me. And I did. I did <laughs> buy a whole bunch of beer. We got day drunk there at the Mayfest. Yeah. And then my my, uh, my wife got really mad. <laughs> <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? Mm. Well, it, which it, it's kind of funny because all, all my stories are fully centered around when I was like in college and, you know, 20 and below because I ended up marrying the world's biggest goody two shoes. So it's a solid turnaround, but um, I got I got to be honest. Sometimes I miss those, you know, backwoods huh. bullshit kind of days. You know, it'd be better if you were uh, better at not getting caught, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I know you guys introduced yourselves, but I'm horrible at names. Now I see your name says Ryan on your screen, but yours says Pineapple Pizza. So I've already forgotten your actual name. Yeah, sorry. My name is Jacob. That's uh, I signed in with the email that I use for oh. streaming, and so I just defaulted to my streaming name on there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, my name is Jacob, and we host the Get Good podcast together. And I am a part of many of the stories of his from the college days. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jacob and I were college roommates. That's how we uh, actually met. We uh, mm-hmm. we usually assign like a gaming name to the guests. Is there anything you guys got think think of off the top of your hand? Yeah, typically on the show, I go by Copper um, or Ryan. That's typically my gaming tag. Um, I do a bunch of like esports fighting tournaments, um, mostly Mortal Kombat kind of stuff. And um, Jacob here streams as Pineapple Pizza on Twitch um, with a lot of Rocket League. So typically with our show, we go by Ryan and Jacob, but we always have Copper and Pineapple Pizza because our show being kind of a nerd culture bullshit show. Um, centers around a lot of gaming stuff and in tech. So the, the gaming names tend to function pretty well um, in that space. So, all right, let me ask you guys, this is everybody, you too, Scott. I was talking to a friend of mine recently and he, he was going on his podcast. He's going through the scream movies, right? He's reviewing each one every week. Great films. Okay. They get to, I think it's part three. Jay and silent Bob pop up as a cameo. Okay. Yeah. So he's making the argument that, that means that Scream and the Skewniverse are all one universe. 
like the Jane Silent Bob, since Jane Silent Bob brings cream, hmm. that means that also that the Scream universe and yeah, anything that Jane Silent Bob have been in are all one universe. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, but, I think it works though. If I, I have a shit memory, so I actually don't remember them being in it myself because um, I haven't watched them in years. But did they cameo as Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like uh, doing. They walked at the movie studio, right? Yeah, yeah. They walk oh, by okay. him. They're, they're in like line to the restroom or something, and uh, Jay turns around and says, "Hey, it's Connie fucking Chung." And yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, I never subscribed to that before. But I'm definitely going to now because that means like Scream and fucking Barbershop and, uh, you know, Jane Silent Bob. And what's the one about the burger restaurant? Good. Job. Oh, he, he eats the burger and he says the drink tastes like piss and the burger tastes like flies. Fuck, it's going to Oh, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was that? I don't know. But it, the fact that those are all officially part of a cinematic universe, screw you, Disney, new ultimate Marvel cinematic but so so if you're going with that logic, then like you you were just talking about Mortal Kombat, well you can get DLC with Jason Voorhees and you know whoever. They kind of explain it. So if you go back into the like they do like the individual towers, they have a story ending for each of them, and they kind of explain it that like the Terminator time travels and he goes to an alternate dimension, which is where he ends up there. Um, the Joker is like an agent of chaos and through some wormhole, etc., ended up because the Injustice games, you know, like they yeah. have kind of like a tie there too. So Mortal Kombat does a decent job and, and the, they kind of get around it because all of those stories are considered non-canonical, but they have their own ending, but they still find a way to explain why all these people are in the Mortal Kombat universe. So, well, okay. So that Mortal Kombat, fine, they have like, wormholes and time travel and weird shit. And they, 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 they make the story so that they're pulling from other universes mm. scream. They're not pulling Jay and silent Bob through a wormhole. And so I I'm against this theory and I just don't think it works. You know, it makes no logical sense, but damn it. I want it to be true. <laughs> I mean, you could make the argument though, that due to the multiverse uh, and how they set it up in uh, the Marvel movies, technically they're all a part of the Marvel <clears throat> universe. And at some point, Doctor Strange may have given him a visit and brought him in there. Yeah, but yeah. There's, there's no Doctor Strange in in Scream. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that we yet. know of could be off screen. Disney's <laughs> buying everything. All right, it, it, everything will be Disney by the end of it. That's true. <laughs> Disney owns ESPN. Damn it! Like they've got their foot in everything. But yeah, no, I don't know. I was just just on a thought. Just on a thought. No, 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 and and. We, we were listening to your show uh, when you got your message. We both tuned in and listened to it. And I, I, I was listening to the uh, Myrtle, Murder with Knuckles episode, oh, yeah. a pretty recent one. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this. These guys are, <laughs> these guys are a riot. So, um, yeah, no, we, we, we always dive into this, this crazy hypothetical bullshit. Uh, we got into an argument one time um, over whether soup was actually considered food. And I'm curious what your thoughts. See, my argument is soup and like chowder are different and things are mislabeled soup is just like a warm liquid you don't eat soup therefore it's not food i mean i would say that it can have food in it right yeah (laughs) see i see i can can have food in it but the soup is not food yeah like the thinner soups they're basically just broth yeah broth isn't broth isn't a meal it's a warm beverage thank you (laughs) 
See, I Thank see you. it though as if you look at it as just the broth, the broth isn't a soup. It's just a broth. But when you start adding other foods inside of it, then you get a soup and that itself is a food and a meal that takes about a full gallon to fill me up. <laughs> I think it depends on how thick the soup is. Well, you say that, but then, okay, you can have a tomato soup, which is basically just tomato, you know, tomato. Yep. And then I can go get a, a thick, like, juice, like a smoothie, and it's not a food. See, I think we need to make a, a, a new category just for tomato soup, though, because they're not really a new category. It fits into another category that's not soup. It's a dip. Come on, you don't actually <laughs> eat tomato soup. You just dip your grilled cheese in that shit. I mean, I don't have it anyways, unless I'm at like medieval times where they yeah. serve it to you <laughs> without asking for it. But um, so have you been arrested? Uh, I have not been arrested. Um, I do have a couple of stories, though, uh, one of which uh, the last I checked, they left it as an open case, but it was eight years ago. So I think we're good because it wasn't anything that hurt anyone else. Or you have warrants out that you don't know about. Are you in the uh, same state? Possible. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. It didn't nah, hurt me a lot. No, you don't have any The worst thing I would have got for it would be a ticket and a fine if I uh, if I did get caught. Technically, I got caught, but I got away with it. Um, so when I was uh, when we were in college, we discovered that I am a fucking horrible driver that makes dumb decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan was back at the uh, dorms. He was there getting something because uh, we had been renting a place off campus. It was just a few blocks out. Uh, I think it was all like two miles. Um, so I, w- I was like, oh, man, I want to go play some Nintendo 64 with Ryan. and I'm going to force him to do it. So I'm going to drive to campus real quick. And you know, before he unplugs that shit, we're going to play some Nintendo 64. So uh I get in the car, I start driving to campus, I get on campus, and at one point there's this uh, curve. And on the left-hand side is, it's probably about a good like 85 degree angle downwards hill that goes about, probably about 40, 50 feet. Uh, And on the right-hand side is just, you know, flat grass, bunch of trees. Um, And this is a 20 mile per hour zone. I was going 60. I only know that because I, I really don't look at the speedometer while I'm driving, but uh, I'm going and I start turning left and I realized, oh shit, I turned a little hard. I'm about to careen down this almost complete drop off, like 40 or 50 feet. So I went to correct and I overcorrected. Uh, and at that point I had looked down at the speedometer and I was like, oh shit, I'm fucking hauling ass through here right now. And then I overcorrected and I was heading straight to this tree. And at that point I realized that everyone tells you your life flashes before your eyes and you're about to die. And that's a fucking lie. Um, what flashes before your eyes is, Oh shit, that's a tree. Uh, so that, that was the first thought went through my head was, Oh shit, that's a tree. Second thought was I'm going to hit it. I can't stop it. My third thought was how do I not get a ticket for this? So, in my mind, and it turns out I did it correctly in my head. Um, I was like, all right, if I apply the brakes, I'm going to leave marks. You're going to be able to measure them and figure out my speed. So I was like, fuck it. We're just going to hit it. I'm going to stop accelerating, obviously. Um, but I'm just going to go for the tree, hit it, front it, or uh, straight on. And then the tree was actually pushed all the way up against the firewall. I hit it so hard. Um, cops get there. I get out of the vehicle. Uh, but before the cops got there, actually, so I noticed uh, there were three people that witnessed it. So one person on the left-hand side, one person in front, it was like a triangle of witnesses, and they all came like, yo, hey, do you need any help? I was like, yeah, you guys can help me by getting the fuck out. 
right now. <laughs> uh, so the cops get there and uh, they're like, you know, hey, how fast were you going? I was, like, I was going 18 miles an hour, officer. Uh, <laughs> I stuck to it. 18 was my magic number in a 20 mile per hour zone. Ambulance came. I was all right. So I, did, I declined a trip to the hospital with it. Um, somehow I hit a tree at 60 miles an hour. All I got was a couple of scrapes on my wrists from the hard plastic steering wheel. Um, and I think I bit a hole through my lip and that was it. So, but yeah, got away with 18 miles an hour. And at one point, Ryan, uh, had seen it, came up and he heard the cops going, there's no fucking way <laughs> he was going 18 miles an hour. <laughs> that was <laughs> such bullshit. <laughs> Prove it. Well, if, if you stick with it, I mean, I think that and unless they bust out forensics and they just have to go with your story. Yeah. Well, I saw them. They actually were out there with the the stick with the wheel on it, trying to measure. They're trying to find any sort of marks to measure, but they couldn't find shit. Yeah. I was in this car accident one time and the cops showed up and they were like, were you driving? I was like, nope. And they were like, well, where's the driver? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and they were like, you were driving, weren't you? And I was like, nope. <laughs> I just kept saying that over and over. And then they just had to accept it. <laughs> and that was it. So. I, uh, I only got arrested the one time, but I was kind of in an accident, car accident, and I should have been arrested the second time, and somehow the guy let me off. Um, back in when I was in my, uh, my hometown, renting a place with some buddies. I decided to throw this like huge party. Um, and back then I was huge pothead. Loved smoking weed. And so I got high as a kite. I bought like an, I don't even remember the term. They called it an eighth, but it was like eight grams. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to share it with everybody here. And uh, nobody else wanted to smoke it. So I smoked it all by myself, which was a terrible idea. So I'm high as high could be. And a buddy gave me a giant thing of whiskey and I drank the whole thing. And I thought, I'm hungry. I want McDonald's, right? It's what everybody thinks when they're drunk. So uh, I shut the music off and I tell the whole party like, hey, calm down. Who here is sober? I need someone to drive me to McDonald's. One guy's like, oh, I'm sober. I'll take you. So we get in this 95 S10. And uh, since I haven't talked to him for the sake of it, I'll call him Tom. So Tom and I get in the truck. We drive 25 minutes to the closest McDonald's. And we get you know, a bunch of food. I get like 10 McDoubles and we're driving back and the Subaru passes us um, going really fast. And uh, uh, Tom's like, nah, I ain't going to let that happen. So he stomps on the gas <laughs> of this 95 S10 and just flies by him. And we're going like 102 because that's where like the speedometer tops out. And he doesn't lift just 102 the whole way. So we drive like 25 minutes going 102 miles an hour and we don't pass a single car. It's like 3 a.m until we get right outside the edge of the town and uh, we pass one car and you know, it was a cop. So he kicks his lights on and just whips a U-turn and starts following us. And, and I'm like, all right, you know, pull over, no big deal. He ain't been drinking. He doesn't lift. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? He's like, dude, I lied. I've been drinking all night. So he goes up the hill, hits it and decides I'm not going to take the road. I'm going to drive through this cemetery. So he just turns and starts ripping through the little dirt road in the middle of the cemetery, goes around to the other end of town, starts like sliding through people's front yards. And eventually something happens. His truck floods. I don't know, but it dies. And of course, the cops right behind us. We're not outrunning him in a 95 S10. Yeah, I was wondering why so, he was trying to catch the Subaru in an S10. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? 
so uh, we we get there and he's just like j- j- just panicked you know and uh, i'm mad because he told me he was sober i wouldn't get in the car with a drunk driver even when i'm drunk like not not a move i was willing to do so uh i'm i'm all kinds of pissed and so the cop walks up and he goes why'd you try that room it's like oh i you know, I did, just didn't want to get in trouble. I can't afford another ticket. And uh, cop asks if we, what's in the cup? He pointed at the Sprite. And he goes, it's just Sprite. It's just Sprite. And this fucking idiot takes the drink, takes the lid off, and shoves it in the cop's face. Just dumps Sprite all over him. And I just, <laughs> I just, oh, my God, what are you doing? So uh, cop asks us to get out and stand at the front of the car. That's her vehicle for so I do what I always do. I start chit-chatting him up, you know, asking him about his job. Does he get a pick his route? Like what made him want to be a cop, you know? And him and I are just having a nice conversation back and forth, some laughs. And out of nowhere, Tom goes, you're not going to find any alcohol in there. I just turn to him like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> stop. I got this. Cop refocuses. Start talking to him again. We're telling jokes at this point and stuff. And out of nowhere, he says, you're not going to find any drugs either. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they think about drugs. What are you doing, man? So I try to talk to the cop. At this point, he's so focused that a, a meteor could strike. It doesn't matter. He is pulling everything out of this vehicle. He's going to make the bust of a century. This town's like 2,000 people strong. He's going to make a drug bust. He's pumped. So I didn't find anything. And we're like five blocks from the police station. So he says, all right, here's the deal. You're going to get in the vehicle. You're going to drive and park in front of the police station. You're going to go no faster than like five miles an hour. So, okay. So we get in, buckle up, start pulling. He's over there like panicked. Like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I'm just mad. Like just all kinds of pissed. Cause I had this handled and we pull out to the front of the police station and uh, he gets out and I'm just sitting there and he goes, you coming? I was like, nope. We're screwed now. They're going to drag me out of this thing. And he goes, okay. And he gets up and he walks in. And then I watch the cop walk in behind him. So I'm sitting in the vehicle and I realize the cop's not out here with me anymore. And so I don't know what to do. So for some reason, I'm like, I'm going to call my dad at 3 a.m. So I give my old man a call and I tell him like, hey, you know, this is what happened, et cetera. And uh, in true fashion, my old man's response was, what the fuck are you still doing to the truck? Go, 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 go. <laughs> so uh, I got out and just took off down the side of the road. Ultimately, I probably should have gotten in trouble because I was accessory to that. But uh, I ended up talking to the guy years and years later. Turns out he thought my jokes are funny, so he let me go. What happened to the McDoubles? They came with me. <laughs> like, to hell if I'm leaving the McDoubles, right? Did you, like, like did- there was a security camera down the street if you would have watched it you would have seen me with like a bag of mcdoubles <laughs> yeah, i'm right i took the other spray it's right you know like i'm, I'm not leaving any of that so i have uh, fingers and- crossed that uh, the cops are going to catch you by following a trail of the raptors <laughs> <laughs> evidence number one this french fry yeah. <laughs> uh, lineup of guys holding mcdoubles <laughs> 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 oh man I, I i'm i'm truly really blessed i didn't get in trouble that day because i think that would have uh the other the first one i was under 20 or i was under 18 no i was over 19 but they kind of had some leniency because i didn't have any any previous um issues if i got arrested a second time that shit would still be on my record 
would have impacted me a lot, a lot more than it did. So I got, I got real lucky. I should, I should, have, I should have got arrested that night. But so, um, drugs. Have you guys done all the drugs? Not me. I, I not. did a lot of weed and occasionally some muscle relaxers in college, but um, I, I stopped there. I might have kept partying a bit harder, but uh, I met my wife when I was twelve and had a crush on her forever. And her being like goody two shoes when she seven years later agreed to go on a date with me. Um, I cleaned my act up real good. Did you ever send her a note with a check yes or no on it? No. Um, I did describe the perfect guy to her once. And she's like, at the end, she's like, oh, is this guy single? And I was dating this other girl. I was like, well, he can be. Uh, <laughs> and she goes, if he ever gets single, let me know. Man, I was looking for reasons to dump that girl. Because at that point, like I, I was like a, a nice guy, right? I've never dumped anybody. So it was the first time I ever dumped anyone. And uh, I've never been so excited in my life. It, what's the status on weed where you are? Are you guys in the same state? No, oh. separate states. But uh, my state, we have medical. Um, and actually, specifically where I'm at, they decriminalized uh, anything that's under a felony possession years back, too. What state is that? Uh, Missouri. Oh, okay. Yep. That's so cool. Missouri doesn't really give too much of a shit. Nice. I was a hard no for us. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer is, um, he's Canadian and, uh, he's high. All the time. Oh so, yeah. Uh, he definitely takes full advantage. So I'm yeah, very well, jealous sometimes I'm going to go see him, hang out with him and his girlfriend in a few months. And you're, you're damn right. I'm going into this dispensary. <laughs> Well, it is completely legal. I'm in Texas. It's completely illegal here, but I don't smoke anyways, so that's fine. <laughs> Although I did get high on the show one time as a goof. Didn't work out that well. <laughs> I've always been curious as how uh, Joe Rogan, after relocating to Texas, still gets high shit on all of his episodes, yet somehow gets away with it, even though they know he's in Texas for him. Yeah, but I mean, they're not testing what they, what they can see through the video. They don't know what he's doing. You know, he can be lying every episode. That is true. So, but you guys, you guys uh, see that episode where Elon Musk tried to smoke weed? No, no, I actually never seen or listened to a single episode of Rogan. Well, I, you gotta Google Elon Musk smokes weed because <laughs> he like holds it like he's never seen it before. I mean, like Elon Musk, Musk, one of the greatest minds of, of my generation, and. He's sitting there holding it like it's going to like sting him if he touches it in the wrong spot. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. So I, yeah, I smoked weed uh, when I was a teenager and I mean, I was never really that into it. I think I mostly pretended for my friends and not like I'm, you know, like super prude about shit. You know, I've done, I have done all the drugs. I just was never that into weed. Um But like, yeah, I, I really don't know much about it. You know, like someone taught me to pick, seeds and stems out one time when i was at work at like 20 years old even though i'd been high plenty of times uh i stole a bunch of weed from my dad one time while we were on a road trip and i rolled a joint with it with all the seeds and stems in it because i didn't know you were supposed to take them out <laughs> so i bet we, it was uh, harsh I, they, they, they say you replace one addiction with another and uh post-college jacob and i replaced any bad addictions we had with uh tattoos and yeah, podcasting so <laughs> i figured those are probably two pretty good habits to have yeah scott and i are tattoo artists technically <laughs> technically <laughs> you guys yeah. share an artist 
no, no, no. We, we we are tattoo artists. Oh, you are? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Technically. Hey, if I'm ever in Texas. <laughs> We're technically tattoo artists. <laughs> yeah, Jacob turned me on to... I, I had a couple in bad ones, including a misspelled word in my ribcage. And uh, Jacob put me on to a guy I really, really, really liked. And so um, yeah, I go down to his city and, and hang out with him and, and get tattooed up. And, um, that's how we, you know, we still keep in touch. He occasionally comes up here and, and vice versa. So, um, plus doing the podcast, even though we're, we're States away, hmm. you, know, you guys know it's a, it's a blast. I'm, I'm, I'm love doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I mean, we talked to some crazy people, so yeah, it's fun. Um, so, have you you've run from the cops? I mean, obviously you just told a story about running from the cops, but yeah, you guys have both. Have you run from the cops on foot? I have not, but I have been more successful than Ryan at getting away from them. Yeah, I've uh, been a vehicle once and on foot once. Yeah. I eventually got caught, but I threw a party and thought when the cops showed up, I was going to run from my own party when I was in high school, <laughs> and. Uh, it didn't work out that way because our population in like my town was like 15, 1800 people somewhere around there. And, uh, I threw a couple parties and they got bigger and bigger. And at one point I had like 150 people at this parent, my parents' farmhouse shop music and, and all kinds of stuff. And that's like 10% and, of the town. I know. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was an insane party. We had vehicles like lined up. We had a parking lot in the field for like people to park the car and stuff. And, uh, the cops showed up to the party and uh, everyone that was under 21 just bailed. Like, yeah. Spider webbed out. And uh, I thought I was going to, I was drunk enough. Um, it was my 18th birthday. So I took off in a run. Uh, and the, the craziest things I heard from that party were there was a girl that for some reason thought that her bright clothes were going to make her easier to spot. So she thought, I'm just going to strip naked and lay in the field. And then a snake crawled over her stomach. <laughs> so that was that was interesting. And then um, I run off and, and hid from the party. And eventually the cops called me on my cell phone. I walked up and I just like hid in. Because the 21 and over guys that were there, everyone there was still partying. They're like, well, fuck, they can't do nothing to us. And so uh, I get into the crowd and start chugging bottles of water. And um, as soon as the cop sees me, I'm walking by and I yank a cigarette out of somebody's mouth. Because they have to wait another 15 minutes after people... Uh, smoke a cigarette to blow and um i was still screwed but uh 150 people there only eight people got tickets so and one of which was you one of which was you have me. bad luck yeah yeah but i, I helped I, I facilitated getting a lot of people out there because i went in to get another water at some point because i was out there with cops forever and uh i go in and then we had this big closet my mom had like a tanning bed back in this like back area and uh, I opened the door and there's like 15 people shoved in there. They just decided to all hide in the closet. And so uh, I told them to get them out of there. I would get the cop distracted and they could go out the back door. There's a little gap, maybe 30 feet. If they got through that, they could get behind the trees and then they'd be fine. And so I distracted the cop. And as I'm distracting the cop, I'm like waving my hand like, go, go, go. <laughs> and got, got a bunch of them out of there. So um, I like to think I helped. Yeah, you're like a hero. Bit. In some um, I couldn't save uh, one of my best friends. We the cop was thought he was going to scare me. Told me he was going to make every uh, everyone be able to get towed. 
I'm like, you're on private property. You can't do that. So he'd go through and he'd like look at the license plate and he'd call it in. And go, we're going vehicle to vehicle. Do you know who this is? Nope. He'd call it in, go to the next one, so on and so forth. And he eventually gets this big lifted truck and he looks at the license plate and I'm not even paying attention at this point. And I hear him go, uh, what are you doing down there? And I turn and see my best friend on the ground, his eyes are beat red because he was scared he was going to get in trouble, drinking from a bottle of tequila. <laughs> Thought he was going to hide under the truck. So the cop asked him to get out and starts asking him questions. And the, he cop had asked him a question. He took another drink of tequila. Because at that point, he was screwed. So he just kept drinking. The cop goes, um, son, can I have you set them on the truck? He goes, yeah. And so he walks over and sets on the truck. And every... 30 seconds, he would walk back over and pick him back up mm. to take another drink. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it, it was a wild night. Um, and uh, I heard of people that even ran like three or four miles to get to the next neighboring town before they had someone come <laughs> pick him up. That way the cops didn't catch him. I mean, what? what's your away? You're away. <laughs> you <Yeah>. just <laughs> Apparently, because I'd thrown two parties the previous two weeks, the cops had known about this one in advance. And so they they called people from my neighboring towns to come bust it. And they had people just like circling the roads. And basically, if if uh, they, they didn't let anybody drive by, if you were doing nothing at all, they were pulling you over and checking to see if someone was drunk in the in the car. But luckily, I had a path carved out through a, a bunch of fields that went to the neighboring town and they didn't go that far. So I basically, it was just like a leisurely like stroll. It wasn't even like up or down hills. It was just like a straight line out there. Um, my great grandpa was like 85, 90 years old. And uh, one of my buddies was like, I called him Moses because he was parting the trees and leading them to the property. Mm. He had to stop at my great grandpa's house at 3 a.m. to ask him for directions. <laughs> So, oh, uh, man. have you obviously? I mean, you had to have shoplifted. No, actually, um, hmm. I've. Don't get me wrong; the, the temptation's been there, and I've accidentally stolen stuff before, like oh, I had it in my hand or something like that. But um, I have never shoplifted. Hmm. Um, Jacob. Yes, yeah, same goes for me. The most I've done is uh, run from the cops. Honestly, for the most part. And trespass a little bit. Trespass, trespass. <laughs> yeah. A uh, house, just property? Uh, just, well, property and a burned down house. Um, there's actually like a whole story about one time, if you guys want to get into it, about when we trespassed on a property in college, there was a, a, a burned down chapel and a graveyard known to be super haunted, supposed to be one of the most haunted places in Missouri, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the owner of that property, though, um, was known to come out and chase people out with a shotgun constantly because everyone was like, I want to go fucking see it. A bunch of drunk college kids are always, you know, they always want to go check it out. And he always chases them out. Personally, uh, I never got caught doing it. Um, but one of my one of my favorite stories, though, is from doing that. So the first time we went out there, our RA took like 15 of us out there. Uh, I was like, yeah, this place haunted, blah, blah, blah big group of people so it wasn't really uh scary so but at some point someone's like oh i saw something running in the graveyard blah 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 so everyone everyone dipped ran out no one was really scared of it but a few months later when the first conjuring movie came out our ryan and i's other roommate uh were watching the conjuring with ryan uh, and a couple other people getting really fucking drunk in the dorms 
we're like, you know what? Let's let's keep the scary vibes going. So we were like, yeah, let's go to the let's go to the chapel. We go out there, um, and there's supposed to be this tree uh, in front of it that people were hanged on back in the day. And if you park under it, cut off all the power in the car, you can hear their footsteps on the roof of the car. We never heard it, so we're like, all right, obviously it's bullshit. Uh, and the chapel itself had burned down like four separate times. Every time they rebuilt it, and it kept getting burnt down uh, by lightning strikes. Uh, however, we were going through, uh, we probably spent 30, 45 minutes in there looking at all the shit people had done. There were pentagrams everywhere, all kinds of stuff. Someone carved a Ouija board out in one of the wooden boards. And eventually we're like, hey, uh, you know, let's let's try uh, pissing off the spirits. So we're like, yeah, yeah, fucking spirit, you stupid fucking bitch, pussy, cunt, you know, just trying to trying to do what we can to piss them off because, you know, we're drunk, we're college kids and we want to have a little bit of fun. Uh, and specifically, our other roommate at the time, uh, I don't know if he still is, but he was very religious. And so he brought <laughs> a Bible with him. Uh, and the classic like Bible bookmarks, you know, they have like that string that's connected to it. So he bookmarked it on the Lord's Prayer. Um, I saw it when we we're getting out. Something happened. I don't remember if we saw something or we heard something, but we both just looked at each other like, nope, fuck this. Sprinted back to the car. We start hauling ass out of there. He goes, Jacob, Jacob, open the Bible, pull it out. We got to say the prayer. So open it up. While we were away, we were the only two people on this property, aside from the guy in the house that somehow didn't fucking see us. The bookmark had moved to a blank page. Hmm. I don't know how the fuck that's possible. Uh, we were by each other the entire time. He never went back to the car. Freaked us out for sure. And yeah, on that, the ghosts are real. too, right? <laughs> he doesn't have to enforce the shotgun because they were going to kill us anyways. <laughs> well, I remember you ended up taking a picture too, and there was like some like white, like you could see a face. Oh, was there? Yeah. I, I may um, not have it taken wasn't, it. He might have. Um, it was the first time you went. Uh, the guy used to sell weed down the hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Took he did. a picture, and um, in the picture, there's a perfectly carved, like, white, like, face hmm. in the background. Like, it was plain as day. You could see it. It was terrifying. Which That's what it was I that freaked everyone out the go. first time. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> we did a whole, I mean, we, we did a little Halloween-type special where we talked to some, we brought on some previous guests and asked them about, you know, any creepy stuff that they had experienced and whatnot. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Uh, Scott, you know he he believes in ghosts. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Got any good ghost stories? Yeah, I saw a ghost dog one time. That was pretty spooky. I think there's a movie about that actually. <laughs> no, 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 not not the Urban Samurai. Like an uh, actual okay. dog. <laughs> <laughs> nice ghost. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> we uh, you guys are seem like big movie buffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're uh, we're gonna have to have you guys on sometime. We do a game show called Master Debaters, okay. Where we ask like really stupid questions, and people it's not who has the best answer, who has the best like, who can argue that there's the best, or uh, make us kinda, laugh. Kind of like that uh, super fight, kind of like movie fights. Yeah, it was yeah. originally kind of based on that, but we kind of like got outside of the realm of that. I was a huge fan of those. I'm a huge cinephile. The room next to me, I built a movie theater just so I could watch stuff. I see in the movies in the background, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Scotty and I are going to get along. <laughs> so have you ever climbed on top of a school? I don't think I have. I've it's climbed just like on a buildings, but never a school. I'm not much for heights, so I never climbed up there. Um, plus the water towers are usually pretty well guarded. <laughs> It was one time, uh, it was, I was working like a full grown adult, like 
married kid and uh one of my coworkers uh, had gone out hunting that morning for deer and he shot a bobcat which you're technically you're not supposed to do so we hit it off the side of a hay bale he's like we're gonna go back and pick it up so we're driving um and he sees a coyote running now here in iowa coyotes are pretty much all year long they're considered vermin you can hunt them etc and he's got an ar-15 and he slows down and he goes, Oh, hand me that. And he grabs it and he slings the gun out the driver's side window and <laughs> takes a shot at a coyote going down the hill and then takes off because there's a bunch of stuff behind because he missed them. And not a quarter mile down, there's a cop just sitting right at the freaking water tower. Somehow that cop, he had to be asleep. There's no way he did not hear that gunshot or see a shoot out the driver's side window going down the hmm. road. But, uh, you know, I got at the water tower once, but around here, they they kind of guard those weirdly, <laughs> like, specifically. Yeah, I mean, if I, I've said on here before, if I, if I were a cop, I would sleep all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's getting tickets today, not on yeah. my watch. <laughs> I have no interest in busting people. <laughs> live, <laughs> right. live your life. Society's people. guardian. I'm going to be the people's guardian. Yeah. Just uh, always going back to HQ saying Damn, people are really getting their act. <laughs> they must just be really scared of me or something. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I really like cops and have like the utmost trust in them. But I, I hate the super cop that like comes along the 21 year old kid at the bar who's, you know, walking down the street to his apartment. Oh, let's bust that guy for a public get talk. So, or, you know, I wasn't even just me. I had a friend who got arrested for a public intox at the state fair because those dickheads set up the, they set up the tent, really the beer tent, which is considered a bar. But the moment you step outside of it, you're on public property and you get a public intox. (laughs) Um, I ended up asking the cop that night after I got arrested, you know, when they were discharging me, uh, out of curiosity, how many people do you guys arrest? Cause they had to take me to a not, they had to take me two counties over to go to jail because the previous two counties were full. Every jail cell in Des Moines was full, plus a county outside of it. And I was on the next one over. And apparently they make millions of dollars a night arresting people at the state fair. <laughs> they they said they they said they arrest so many people that they usually get four counties over on the weekends. And then they They're use so that full. money to buy military equipment. Uh, so yeah. you guys were talking about or you were Ryan. You were talking about your friend hunting a bobcat and a coyote. It made me think of okay. So this is technically a crime. Okay, technically it's hunting crime. Okay, <laughs> my dad got hey, me. Those, that shit's serious here. My dad got me a shotgun when I was fifteen. Um, but I, you know, my parents were separated. I didn't live with him, so he kept it at his house. And I only went to visit him like twice a year. So basically he bought himself a shotgun and told me it was my gift. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I'd go up there and visit him. And a couple times, right around when I was 15, uh, he took me hunting. But we didn't have any sort of license. He just took me to his buddy's land. And I, I assume on private land, it's fine. But I know for sure we like went to the edge of this private land and went over onto other people's land. Definitely shot at stuff. I never shot. I shot. I'm pretty sure I shot deers that got away. <laughs> I just shot them and they ran away. 
<laughs> so there's a bunch of deer out there with buckshot in them still living today. Probably a pile of carcasses somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure they're living their best lives. Just we uh, a big thing because when I was younger, I was never a huge hunter. I had a lot of friends that were, but we always wanted to do like hood rat shit. So we take guns and go shoot stop signs, right? But you can't yeah. find a, a sign here without bullet holes in it. Um, and I got this wise idea that I wasn't going to shoot stop signs. I was going to steal signs. So, which was a bad thing. I, I acknowledge how shitty it was, but I stole multiple bridge close signs. That was really <laughs> bad. <laughs> and I stole some stop signs, some yield signs, and I built a really kick-ass beer pong table out of them. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, it was not super practical because that shit got heavy fast. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, we, we used to always steal signs. And then one time I was, I remember Call of Duty Advanced Warfare just come out because I was playing it. And one of my buddies is like, hey, I got a sign I want to go steal. Like, you want to come with me? I'm like, nah, I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> he comes back like an hour later and I hear them pulling chains off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look out and realize they had taken a bunch of chains and wrapped it around the big wall that were holding the game reserve <laughs> board that's like carved out and they stole the whole thing. <laughs> they weighed like 300 pounds. They had to have three of them just to get it in the car. Somehow they never got caught. I don't know because there's no way you're hiding that anywhere that they're not just super easily seeing it. But the, uh, the buddy that, that did that he, had, he basically had this like goal to try and see how much dumb shit he could do with this truck. And I don't know why it was a, it was a 1990 manual Ford Ranger, cherry red. Like it was a nice truck. And he's like, it's a fun truck. I want fun stuff in it. Um, example is there was a, a pulling into this little town and there was this long, long ditch. And you know, the ditches come up with that culvert over at the end, you know, um, where water runs out. And he thinks, he just says, hold on. I got the window down. I'm not buckled up. And we're going 45, 50 miles an hour. And he decides he's going to jump it <laughs> over that, off that culvert. And um, we ended up measuring based on the tree branches we took out. We were about 14 feet up. <laughs> and based on the skid marks from when we landed, we made it about 22 feet out. Nice. It was a nutty jump. The first thing that hit the roof of the car was my ass. <laughs> yeah and that wasn't super uncommon um we used to go to like in the winter which technically illegal again uh we'd snag car hoods from the local junkyard and tie them up to the back of a pickup truck and when the snow got over on the gravel road that's not a technically illegal that's 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 illegal, <laughs> <What do> you <laughs> <think>? illegal. <laughs> but it was one of those deals that it was there there's and I always love talking to people about crime and stuff in like other areas because Iowa always, especially when you get to this rural part of it, always feels so weird because stuff like that, if you were like jumping a four wheeler across the road, or if you steal a car hood from the local junkyard, tie it up to a truck and start you know, running all over roads and stuff, a cop would wave at you, wouldn't even bat an eye kind of deal i actually went and did that with a police officer one time like so it, it, it's it's kind of fun talking about this stuff because we're like yeah that's technically illegal but no if you asked 10 people here 
eight of them would say it's completely legal because they just have no idea. <laughs> so Scott and I used to skate a lot. And I don't know, Scott, if you were in on this, but I know for sure I've stolen several like parking blocks. Oh, yeah. And I remember for sure. I don't. I think you were there for this one. We took one and uh, the, it was in a car that we were in a like, a like one of the cement ones. Yes, it was a tiny yeah, hatchback yeah. car. This thing was so heavy, it like I think it made the car drag on the ground. We had to leave the hatch <laughs> open, and then we just put it in front of someone's house and just practice board sliding. On it. <laughs> <laughs> when you say skate, you mean like roller skate or like ice skate? <laughs> skateboard. skateboard. <laughs> Those are the two weirdest options. <laughs> Once again, Iowa man, like we got like a roller rink somewhere nearby. Like no one skateboards. <laughs> you mean like dis- disco rolling or <laughs> yeah, like this? No, I'm not shitting you. Like disco rolling. That's a thing here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys were talking about hunting. I myself am not a hunter, but I uh, I like to collect different animal skulls. And so I know a few hunters and whenever they get stuff, you know, they'll let me know and see if I want the head or anything. And uh, there was a friend that I worked with and I guess he and one of his buddies had gone out and were drinking and like squirrel hunting or something. But uh, they saw something like up in the tree, shot at it. It fell out. It was way bigger than a squirrel. They're like, oh, fuck, what's that? So... <laughs> I got the call and he's like, hey, man, you want to come over? I want to show you something. And so I got over there and he's like, you take this. Don't tell anybody. Don't mention my name, anything. It was a hawk. And apparently those are protected. And like, even if you find one naturally dead, you're supposed mm-hmm. to report it to Game and Fish or Wildlife. And so he was like a little like freaked out about it. And yeah, I took it. So I guess technically I have an illegal school. We, uh, uh, you guys like fish? I did I a long time ago. I ha- I've been trying to get some poles and stuff to teach my kids to fish, but just haven't got around to it. We, uh, <laughs> there's an illegal way to fish here, and they used to not crack down on it too hard, but they do now. It's called noodling. That's, and, that's uh, illegal? Noodling's illegal here. Huh. You guys, do that? is it pretty common in Texas? I mean, I know people do it around here. I didn't know. I've never heard of it. I mean, I've seen people on the news like doing yeah. it, so I can't imagine. Yeah. That, yeah that it's illegal. Super legal. For I'm, actually, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. I'm actually in Arkansas, and okay. uh, it's not the most uncommon thing here. I don't know like, the legalities of it. Yeah. We, uh, it was, it, they, they start putting stuff all over. We, uh, for anyone who doesn't know noodling, you, put, you, you always take like a cast iron bathtub or something like that, and you cut a, a notch out of it. You put it upside down on the bottom of a river and fish will like lay eggs up there. And uh, you go with a buddy and usually they like one buddy will like straddle uh, across the opening and the other buddy will grab onto his ankle so he can like hold himself under. And you just wiggle your fingers up there and a fish will bite your hand and you just grab it and yank it out. And uh, I'd only ever been once because uh, I was not the biggest biggest fisher or, or into that but i went with a buddy so he grabbed my ankle and he reaches down and all of a sudden i feel something just slapping the shit out of my legs and i'm not joking he pulls out like a four foot long catfish that was an i mean it, it was like up his forearm like tried to like eat his arm and uh, i i really got into it about a month later 
started busting people and finding them thousands of dollars. They put like cameras up in the tree line and stuff because hmm. uh, we used to do it just right outside of town. I've actually never heard of the bathtub part of it. I just yeah, it was like sticking your hand under like uh, a rock or something. Yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't have anything like to naturally make those. So if the when the river goes down off of this little town, you'll go over a bridge and you can see like 30 bathtubs mm. or like metal containers that people make. Man, I just I don't want to like get bit by a fucking beaver or something. <laughs> yes, I know I haven't lost a finger because of a snapping turtle. Yeah, like I've seen like it very in in bodies of water very close to where I'm at, I've seen very large like alligator snappers and shit. Yeah. Actually, uh, I had a an alligator snapping turtle as a pet for like a day as a kid, oh, which nice. apparently, so I'm in eastern Missouri, slightly north uh, of like, I'm, I'm by the Kansas border, but up north. And uh, allegedly, at the time when I was a kid, they didn't exist here. You know, no one would acknowledge they were here. I found a baby one. I was like six or seven years old. I was in the creek behind my house i kept that thing for i think at least a day and then my parents like you got to get the fuck rid of that that thing smells so bad <laughs> life finds a way <laughs> right oh well, like, there's a couple of rivers like in this area that uh what the snakehead fish or something it's actually oh, yeah. like indigenous to like asian countries and stuff mm-hmm. people got it because they were pretty when they little and they outgrow the tank yeah. so they're just dumping them and they're like a super aggressive fish and take over like the water and shit. Yeah. So there's a couple of rivers that have like specific signs. Like if you catch one of these uh, and don't want it, fucking kill it. Don't throw it back in the water. Carp, they're yeah. everywhere. Carp's pretty much, I think almost every single state is a go to just kill as many as you can. People go out, bow fish for them and then just sell the carcasses for fertilizer. Hmm. Not even cook them. They're gross. I've eaten. They're nasty. Yeah, do they eat nothing but shit? Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> they're bad. But hey, catfish eat nothing but shit, and they're pretty good. Uh, they, they, they eat other fish, too. Well, I'm like glad, others, too. <laughs> I'm glad this turned into the fish and wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to any episode, like, we, we, like, structure the show. We, like, oh, hey, let's pick a topic and talk about it. We're supposed to be a gaming and nerd culture kind of show. The last episode is literally titled, isn't this a gaming show? Because we didn't fucking even mention it like one bit. So, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, so on, on Ryan's inability to escape the cops, I just want to point out how much better I am, at least in the past. I ran from the cops at 30 miles an hour at a 1998 Honda Accord one time. So we were out so street racing here because I live just outside of a major city. And so there are certain areas that everyone in the city would go to street race. Uh, it'd be, you know, Friday and Saturday nights, they'd go to, it was one of like eight locations. Everyone would get together. One of them, my buddies one night were like, hey, let's go, let's go fucking watch the races. We're like, all right, let's go. So we load up my 1998 Accord, got four of us in there. Uh, and then my buddy's got his uh, turbo diesel truck because he actually wanted to race. And so he brought it, loaded a couple people in there. We get there, we're like, all right, so. It was myself, uh, my buddy Nina, my buddy Jack, and I can't remember who else rode in my car. Um, but to, to put it mildly, my buddy Nino and myself are uh, extremely overweight, out of shape people. At least at the time, he started uh, working out and shit now. My buddy Jack at the time was a fucking string bean. So, like, all right, since we're not actually racing, you know, we're not doing anything illegal. If the cops come, we're just going to sit, wait, just be like, hey, we didn't do anything. You see this 1998 Accord? 
obviously we weren't fucking racing but so people are racing it's about a mile uh of straight road and then a left into the woods so people are going we were there for probably an hour or two and then i see on the tree line about against about a mile out i see red and blue start flashing in the trees i'm like oh fuck I yell cops and we all just look at each other like, yeah, uh, so that plan earlier of waiting, fuck that. So we all just sprint to the car and here's where the uh, the in-shapeness and overweightness come into play because my buddy Nino and myself, who are the two fat motherfuckers, first ones of the car by a long shot. <laughs> but so I start hauling ass out of there because I was the first car to get everyone in and fucking get that shit on and go. And I'm like, wait, I'm in a beige 1998 Honda Accord. This is a grandma car. Let me just kick that down into third real quick. We're gonna we're gonna slow down. Everyone starts hauling ass past me. All these ricers, muscle cars, and shit, and big ass trucks. There go the cops. I'm like, yep, <laughs> I knew it. They wouldn't even think I was out there. We were just passing on through. So you're you're out of shape portion. Now you mentioned it. I knew it was gonna come back into the story. Where my <laughs> head went was like in speed when they have everybody go into one side of the bus so they can make a sharp turn. (laughs) We could have, Hey, if I decided I was going to run that thing all the way up to fifth gear, try to get to a hundred miles an hour and probably die. Probably be like, Hey, Nino, you and I hop over here real quick. We're going to throw ourselves against this window. Roll it over. Man, that movie was stupid. (laughs) The second one where they're on like a cruise ship. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even know there was a second one. Are you serious? Yeah, There's called, a speed two. Called Holy control. shit. I know what I'm doing yeah. this weekend. So there's a, I've, I've never actually told this story to anyone. The only people that know this actually happened are oh, the owner of the vehicle and my parents. I stole a car once. Ooh. So there was one spot where we drag race and this guy I knew had a really souped up Mitsubishi Eclipse. And he was going out of town and asked my parents if he could park his car at their place. And he hid the keys. But I knew where they were. So uh, I snuck up there one night, just snuck out at my house, took the car and just bolted for this place where everyone would go to drag race and hang out. And I ran a couple races. I did pretty good um, until it, it was like a paved road and then it cut off into gravel. And on one of them in particular where I was, I didn't want to lose, so I didn't let out. I went a little too far, hit the gravel, and put it in the ditch. Hmm. And I fucked it up. The bumper was like curved in and shit. And I just drove it back and just parked it and didn't say a fucking word. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you? Uh, 16. I, um, I parked that thing. No, I was 15. Wow. I hadn't had my driver's license yet. Um, I parked that thing. And about a week later, he calls me. He goes, did you take my car? <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the fuck you're talking about? He eventually showed up and he was a cool enough dude. He's like, dude, you took the car. You ditched it. I'm not stupid. And he's like, pay for it or we'll turn it in on insurance and say it happened, etc." I just don't want this to take my stuff. I was like, okay. And so did. So he was cool about it, but I fucking stole his car when he was out of town, took it drag racing, crashed it, and then parked it back in his fucking driveway. Like (laughs) nothing happened. So here in Dallas, they keep 
I see it on the news. They keep talking about these street races. But every time I see it on the news, it's just people doing donuts in an intersection. I'm like, that's not street yeah. racing. What the fuck is that? Yeah. I've seen Fast and Furious. I know what street racing is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, it's out of control, though. I see it on the news all the time. But, uh, and then people spent, they're just doing donuts in this intersection. But every now and again, they lose control. And then they hit people in the crowd that are there to watch the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always like, I, I refuse to watch the news at this point. Cause it's, it's so boring here, right? Like unless something big happens, then it's entertaining. So you don't but even know that it, it's Will like Smith's- adopt this puppy or like, Hey, this person got this many speeding tickets this month. What? Like that's, that's the level of like high crime that happens here. So you haven't heard about the Will Smith slap yet? I have, and I was going to ask where you guys were at on that, because that's a crime. That's assault. <laughs> that's definitely a crime. I mean, I, I I thought it was crazy at the moment. Now I'm like, I've heard about it so much. I'm like, Ugh. I know. <laughs> I know. The memes were great for about 10 minutes. Yeah, I've seen a thousand now, and it's been like, what, what day is it? Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. The... The whole thing where he like slaps it and then they let him stay. And then after that, he accepts the award and then has an entire speech about how he's an agent of love. Yeah. And <laughs> peace. I was like, oh, fuck off. Like, yeah. He just slapped the shit out of it. It just seems with, like it, they have security there that kind of should know like what's going on. Or can Will Smith just like walk into fucking anywhere? He can. He can walk in and slap anybody he wants now. Yeah, actually, I, I think he's gonna start a cameo uh, thing where instead of videos, it's just he'll go yes. to your event and slap. He'll you slap who you want to be. Well, I think in a court of law, once you set a precedent for something, it's then you, know, you can use that later. Like he can walk up yeah. and slap somebody now, and be like, "What? Nothing happened yeah. before." If I ever bitch slap someone, I'm going to be like, well, Will Smith got away with it. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, well, I'm about three times your size. <laughs> I just, Are I you talking just... about anybody? Anybody he slaps is going to say that? <laughs> yeah. He'll probably slap a midget and they'll just like morph into some massive like 600 pound dude, eight feet tall. I just, I was just so surprised. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is staged. Like, one, there's no way he's that fucking stupid, right? And then two, it's Chris Rock. Like, his job yeah. is literally to make offensive jokes. Like, that's that's what he does. And it wasn't even a good joke. It was a no. guy, James, what, 25 years old at this point from the mid-90s? Like, yeah. it's not even a good joke. And uh, the fact that he just out which slapped the shit out of him, which got even funnier when I found out that I didn't hear the earlier joke, but one of the uh, hosts actually made a joke earlier because apparently Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are in an open marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and apparently she made, that's okay. You make a joke about uh, her sleeping with her son's friend, which happened. Yeah. That's cool. But the moment you talk about her hair being too short. <laughs> Although it is about time they made a G.I. Jane too. I mean... Yeah, right. the first one's underrated. It's pretty good. <laughs> Turns out this whole thing was set up. It's just uh, it's posturing to to announce it here in the next few months. A little grassroots movement. Yeah. Well, it's just so shocking to think about women in the military. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I I'm curious too, and because it's kind of on topic, and you guys are both cinephiles. What's your favorite crime movie? 
Oh, that'd be tough. I'd have to sit here and think about it. Oh, I got it right now. I really like the usual suspects. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's Point Break. Point Break's also super good. What? It's a new one, the right? The fuck like are the you two Point talking Break. about? You don't like Point Break? <laughs> I'm joking. That one, the new one's obviously bad. But the old one was fine. It was, no. like, it was like dumb fun, right? Like, no, the original's awesome. Yeah, you just... It, it, it's It's... <laughs> I, I call it I call it my my dad movie, right? Like, you know, dads want to just go watch something and turn their brain off, right? Because they got to think about their kids all day. So I call it a dad movie. Point Break's like you can't think about it too much, but if you don't think about it, oh, I think about it all the time. Good time. <laughs> I spend hours a day sometimes just thinking about Point Break. <laughs> I, I I really like Usual Suspects. My biggest complaint is that it just got ripped off. So, so much, much yeah, after yeah. that, because it's a it's a good movie with an amazing thing. Yeah, right. Like that final scene is might as well have been like Keanu Reeves dodging bullets in The Matrix because you've seen that that walk so many times where someone's walking away and all of a sudden they turn into Kaiser So saying. Yeah, and Kevin Spacey's pretty active in the crime circuit, but uh, yeah, <laughs> crazy good actor, like bad crimes. Great actor to this day. I'm, I'm, I know you guys are gonna be like, What? I've never seen Goodfellas. I've got to see it. I hear it's awesome. It's good. I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen it in I, a I long time. I, I like it. I don't dislike it, but I also don't understand why people uh, praise it as much as they do. Yeah. Have you guys seen actually Crime Thor? Have you guys seen the Batman movie? Yes. yes. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Shout out to them because that didn't even have to be a superhero movie. That was just like a great crime movie with Batman. Yeah, it was exceptional. Yeah. I thought it was it was great. Yeah. Three yeah. hours didn't even feel that long. It didn't. It didn't. I mean, it felt long, but it didn't yeah. feel three hours long. There was a point I was like, ah, "Am I gonna? I don't want to get up to piss, but how much time do I think it is left in this?" And it was like there was only like ten minutes left. Yeah, I, 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 that movie, someone asked me, like, could you describe the movie? And I said, it's closer to seven than it is oh, yeah. Batman Begins. Yeah. And they were like, okay, I'm in. By the way, seven, underrated movie. Uh, like, no one ever talks about it as, like, an all-time great crime movie. People I talk know. about it, though. People do talk about yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, they talk yeah. about it. But I, I, I'm, I, pre- I'm pretty sure what's in the box is in the top ten most <laughs> reference <laughs> lines ever. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so now, let's see, we've gone through your arrest, you're uh, dealing with cops, running from the cops. You haven't, you said you've, you vandalized, you spray painted something you weren't supposed to, you wrote your name somewhere you shouldn't have. I put a lot of bullet holes in signs okay. and stole quite a few <laughs> of them. Um, as far as like straight vandalism, I never did. Did you spell out your name? No, I tried. I'm just not a good shot. Uh, I mean, we uh, did kind of vandalize and steal once this on the same thing. You vandalized we, it and then stole it. Well, we stole it and then vandalized it. <laughs> we, I wonder uh, if that counts. Like, if you take it and then you that, then you vandalize it, is it still vandalizing or is it just? You stole See, it. It's theft. I feel like in most circumstances it wouldn't be considered vandalizing, but then we've sent Snapchats to the owners of it of it being vandalized. So I feel like it counts. You know, yeah, I think that might be like borderline terroristic threatening. It might be. <laughs> we, uh, so Ryan, I don't know if you remember this or not, but when we were uh, when we were in college, there was a uh, because neither of us joined a fraternity, 
um, when we had rented the house off campus, we were driving back to it one day and we saw, there was a, a fraternity house uh, pretty close to it. And we drove past it and we saw their, uh, their beer pong table they had made, had their fucking really shittily made uh, fraternity like emblems on it and shit. So we saw it posted up on like next to the house. We're like, fuck, we're coming back for that. So a couple hours later, we grab a truck, we go back and they're having a party at the time. And so most of the people were inside, but they're like people spilling outside too, but it was still sitting outside. So we just fucking pull up in the truck, run out, grab it, throw it in. Everyone's just staring at us like, what the fuck's going on? Like no one, it was just such a weird moment for people. They didn't even think to like question it. So we get it back uh, to our house and we're like, all right, well, this is ours now. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> and we're like, all right, what, what can we do to make it ours? And we're like, all right. So the fraternity is dealt or what was it, like Sigma Kappa. We're like, all right, so let's just take their big Sigma Kappa thing, point a bunch of arrows at it, write fuck Sigma Kappa and all this, and then send it to the members of that fraternity that we knew on Snapchat. And none of them tried to get it back from us for some reason. They were like, oh, you got to bring that back. And we're like, no, you guys could get it if you want. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking or why we thought it was so funny at the time, but it was one of those things we just thought it was fucking hilarious and oh, yeah. did it. And looking back on it, like, what was the point? What you I think every time. I think it just sat as like an end table at our house for a while. Like, yeah. It sat up in the kitchen, like fully. I think this thing was massive. It was probably like nine feet by three feet. And it just sat in our tiny ass kitchen, taking up all the space for months. We used it a few times and every time we uh, would abuse it and throw shit at it and stuff, we would, of course, Snapchat them again. So they still wouldn't come get it from us. One time when I was in college, I kind of vandalized my own dorm room. And then I wrote (laughs) on like, I think it was a dry erase board. I wrote, Eric and Mike are gay. (laughs) That that was me and my roommate. And then he told me about it later. He's like, did you see what happened? Some wrote we were gay. (laughs) But it was me. I did it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we actually, uh, so that reminded me of for a while there, it, I, I don't think it counts as vandalism because it was just on people's whiteboards, but, uh, the, the dorms that we were in there, everyone had whiteboards sitting outside the door so people could like write the messages and shit. But one of our buddies taught us to draw this thing called a Caucasaurus Rex. So you draw <laughs> a dick and then you start drawing veins on it, give it feet and arms and shit, eyes and teeth where the, like the dick hole is. Uh, and it, it looks like a T-Rex, but it's a dick, a really hairy, detailed dick. We'd get super involved with it. Uh, so we would just go around oh, and random people's it. whiteboards and just start drawing it on there it, to the point that all of the RAs in the building started trying to figure out who it was that was doing it because they were like, yeah, this this isn't appropriate. We're trying to do tours and shit. And these fucking people's parents are walking by and there's a Caucasaurus Rex right there. We're like, well, uh, I think it was that guy. Yeah, no, definitely not us. <laughs> Oh, I'm drawing one of those tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. I drew it, one at work the other day just to show my coworkers. They, uh, I think they're questioning my sanity at this point. I'm going to do one as a tattoo now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Better yet, my... you get a Gringeki. What's that? We'll, we'll tell you about that in the future. It's a mythical creature <laughs> with a 12-foot dick that it uses to wrap around people from the trees. Yeah, we want, we want to do a D&D <laughs> campaign where the whole thing is you're hunting the Gringeki. <laughs> Um, so any last minute crimes you guys want to get off your chest before we do oh, murder anybody? Um, I mean, we've only had one murder on here so far. I, I haven't murdered murder? anyone yet. So have you been in a fight as an adult? I actually have never been in a fight in my life. Oh. I, uh, I have 
come close one time again at college seems like everything fucking happened in college i was at this uh this house at a party they were having a kager uh they had like five kegs in the basement so i'm down there drinking i decide to go outside to smoke and way back in i see these uh see these two dudes smoking a blunt and i'm like hey can i have a hit and they're like no uh we don't associate with your type i'm like i don't know what i did to piss you guys off but okay they throw it on the ground and stomp it out and go back inside and i'm like all right whatever i don't really give a fuck i'm a very passive person i don't you know, try to antagonize people most of the time, unless it's online. Cause it's funny. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting there with my, my friends drinking, telling stories with people, cracking jokes. And I hear these two dudes, uh, while I'm inside talking shit about, and they're like making shit up at that. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're it's while they're talking to these chicks. I'm like, Oh, okay. So you're using me so you can hit on these chicks and make me look like a bad person. So you can somehow talk yourself up. Cool. So I approach them about like, Hey, what the fuck? Uh, and they, they're like, Oh, well, while they start backtracking, um, I get pissed off. I was drunker than shit. I start getting these dudes faces fucking yelling and shit. And they, these dudes are like six foot tall for reference. I'm five foot six. I am a tiny fucking person. And these dudes are like six foot tall and they start backing away from me. It's all like, fuck it. I'm going to push it. I am. I wanted to fucking fight that night. These dudes really pissed me off. And Ryan, you know, it's basically impossible to really piss me off. And so I start getting at these guys and eventually I actually ended up chasing them out of the house uh, to the point that as I opened the door, they're going to have the owners of the home actually grabbed me, pulled me in because uh, there was a cop sitting right outside like, hey, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. And then as soon as they left, the door shut, uh, everyone actually started fucking cheering. Apparently everyone in that fucking house hated them. And the owners of the house made me breakfast the next morning. <laughs> yeah, I'd never gotten into a fight. So I punched someone one time and... Uh, one of my close friends, me and my girlfriend at the time had broken up. Um, and it was less than a week later and he was sleeping with her. And uh, I was pissed off at him about it. And uh, he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, look, like you can hit me. Like if it'll make you feel better, hit me. And I'm like, I, I need to think about it. So we're at a party and I was trying to decide what to do. And I was talking to a buddy, another buddy. And uh, I was like, dude, do I hit him? And he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, dude, if you don't, no one ever will. So I walked up, I tapped him on the shoulder. The moment our eyes met, I made sure he could see me. I punched him one time in the side of the face. I felt so much better. But then he wanted to get into this fight. Like trying to break us up, et cetera. And I'm just like standing there. People are like holding him back and people are like trying to hold me back. I'm like, guys, like I'm, I'm fine. Like I actually feel better than I did like an hour ago. And, uh, yeah, he, he just quit talking to me after that. <laughs> I was like, dude, you told me I could punch you. <laughs> yeah, you got to punch him right then. And I punched somebody once that told me that. Sim I mean, it wasn't like uh, he was sleeping with my girl and said, hey, punch. But, you know, this, me and this guy were you know, fighting around, just play fighting more or less. But he fucking really punched me. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then he was like, go ahead and hit me. And I was like, nah. And I was like, oh, fuck it. And I just fucking punched him <laughs> right then. So, and then we were even. Everybody was cool. I, I, I've never punched someone and I'm, I'm about to sound like the biggest pansy in the world. It kind of fucking hurt. Like, it, <laughs> like you see it in the movies, they're like, yeah, you know, and I just remember punching and being like, like I didn't square my wrist up. Like, I, <laughs> like it was a good pop, you know, like I looked and I made sure we were looking at each other, but he definitely wasn't expecting it. So like, 
I got a solid smack in there, but I like curved my wrist slightly, so I hit it. Like, yeah, I really wish I could have seen your punch. <laughs> yeah, it, it was solid, you know. Like I wrestled for years. I'm not giant pansy, but like I don't know. I just pictured it in the movies, being like all like macho, and afterwards I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I'll tell you what really hurts is uh, punching a steel car and repeatedly at that. You got to see the aftermath of my broken hand. <laughs> yeah. He walks back to got mad about so I don't remember what it was. No, this was college. This was like three days before uh going to college. Two days before actually. Yeah. I fucking uh I got pissed off about something. I was driving my nineteen ninety-five Buick Skylark, you know, back when they had all steel cars. And then so it turns out uh you shouldn't punch steel that's already bowed away from you. Cause when you're in the inside, the roof is bowed upwards. And I just punched it repeatedly. I actually, at the end, the uh, the tip of my pinky, I don't know if you guys do video format when you post the podcast because yeah, I just checked on Spotify. Okay, but so the tip of my pinky was almost down to where my knuckles are at on the finger next to it, like the, <laughs> the base knuckle because I broke the uh, the bone at the bottom of the knuckle. And so it just slipped down. I freaked out. I was like, oh, I jammed it. Yanked it back into place. The... The doctors, they did x-rays and they're like, all right, well, you got really lucky because uh, it didn't shift at all. So you don't have to have surgery. I'm like, ha, huh, set that shit myself. You guys would have shit yourself if you saw it in the moment. Well, there were still knuckles. You could see if you looked at my car from the outside, you could see the imprints from the knuckles on the roof. That shit fucking hurts. Do not recommend. Well, one time I tried to break my finger intentionally to get out of work so I could go to break a party. fucking finger palooza. <laughs> yeah. I did. I got out of work. I don't know if I broke my finger. But. Hey, mission accomplished. But, all right. So, now we, like, I know I mentioned this already. We do, as, you guys don't have to be anonymous. We're going to go ahead and use your names and everything. We're still going to give you gamer handles, but not like gamer like you would use on your thing. Like you saw, okay. we had Knuckles was the one episode. There's a there's a Mario. There's a, you know, a Piston Honda. So, you got any suggestions for that? Otherwise, I'll try to find something. I, I kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to just listening to it and coming up with a new one. <laughs> I might even change my gamer handle. You know, like Copper's cool. Yeah, I'd be like, these guys did this. Keep story. us anonymous. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and make sure everyone knows who we were. Yeah. Also, yeah, definitely. Uh, what you want to plug your show? Yeah. Um. So we're the Get Good Podcast, spelled the gamer way. G I T G U D. Um, we're on Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find stuff. Um, in addition, you can check out. Uh, I'm assuming is this isn't going to be out until this weekend, right? It'll be out next Thursday. Next Thursday, perfect. By the time this launches, um, our production company will be live. Um, Jacob and I are launching GG Productions, it's a content creation platform where we bring content creators around to. Uh, you know, streamers, musicians, podcasters, YouTubers, etc. Um, we meet up monthly, talk about collaborations. We we share each other's content, um, have each other on as guests, stuff like that. GGproductions.org. You can check out all of us, including trailers that uh, kind of like a snippet of everybody's stuff. So check that out. Kind of show some support. Got a bunch of people on there that joined us for launch. We're so excited to get it off the ground. This has been a dream of ours for for years. Um, and it's actually helped us branch out. We actually found Pothos to meet up with you guys because we were kind of prepping for this deal. So right. um, check out our show, <clears throat> check out GG Productions, and um, you know, 
expect these guys to definitely at minimum get a shout out on our show this weekend. So, well, yeah, no, it was really fun talking to you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. appreciate you coming on. Um, all right, so yeah, I think we've. Unless you got the last minute thing that you were holding back on. I think yeah, I, I, uh, I got a good story, but I'm going to save it because I, I want to entice you guys to have us on again some other time. Yeah, for sure. Crime, but I feel like I had a crime against the little preview. <laughs> I was in Kansas City on a weekend trip with my wife. We chose to go to a Taiwanese sa- massage parlor. Just says massage over the top. And I got assaulted. <laughs> all right we'll lead in for the next time <laughs> all right and make sure you tell them in the chat tell me how, how do i get to this parlor no exactly <laughs> it's a 8503 northwest second street <laughs> but all right guys yeah it's fun talking to you uh we'll absolutely hit you up later yeah awesome. hey, great meeting you guys all right thanks guys as well. all yeah. right have a good one And we're back. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, Toe Jam and Earl. A um, couple things. Um, so yeah, we went on a tangent about fish and wildlife. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I mean, oops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, noodling is not illegal anywhere that I've ever heard of. I thought that was weird. I think it. I, I think that has to do with like the whole bathtub thing, not the oh, noodling God. itself. Because I know there's like there's certain lines you can't up legally. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. Yeah, there's all sorts of things like you can you can kill all these things you want, but you gotta actually do it the right way, not not be a tricky bastard yeah. about it. <laughs> like, there's even certain baits you can't use. So. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like bathtub might be on that list. I <laughs> am <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>, probably. <laughs> so I, uh, this is a story I thought of like after we got done recording and stuff, the interview, and yeah, this story doesn't really have anything to do with me, but uh, my strong belief in ghosts came up in this interview. Oh yeah, and he asked me if I'd ever seen a ghost, and all I had to say was a ghost dog. And, like, I feel like there has to be way more for me to believe in ghosts this strong. (laughs) (laughs) I've never even thought about, like, yeah, I've heard your ghost stories. We've aired them. Yeah, like, I know there's got to be more. So I started thinking about them, and it's like, what's some haunted shit that's around here, you know? And one of them, I think I've even mentioned this location, Tilly Willy Bridge. And... The bridge is, like, no longer there. I mean, there's a bridge there now, but it's not the old iron bridge that used to be there. And supposedly, like, I don't know. There were there were all kinds of, like, dancing lights or, like, if you were there at midnight, your car would turn off. Or if you turned your car off, you couldn't turn it back on. All kinds of shit. Like, did anything happen to me at Tilly Willy Bridge? And nothing had. But I remember this one time I was dating this girl and it was kind of late and probably fairly intoxicated. And I suggested we go to Tilly Willy Bridge and she got like super bitchy and like, no, I'm never going out there. And I was like, what? 
let's see some ghosts, you know? Like, what? what? What's your fucking deal? Stop being a bitch. <laughs> and, and I didn't really, I don't talk like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Sounds unreal>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then she tells me, she's like, no, I had a really bad experience at Tilly Willy Bridge. And I was like, oh, a ghost story. I didn't say that, either, but I was like, oh, no, what? You know, I, I, I wanted to hear the story, so I'm like, oh, tell, what happened? What happened? And then she tells me this story about how, like, when she was a little girl, her dad was drunk and, like, being super shitty or something, and they lived out in that area, and the mother was like, we need to go for a walk. And the three of them started walking and got to Tilly Willie Bridge, and she, like, had a hammer or something in her jacket and hit him in the head and pushed him over the side of the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she just watched her mom murder her dad and apparently her mother was going for that and thought she had and they went home and they were like packing shit up and uh, then he stumbled it all wet he's like yeah I was walking home and fell in the water <laughs> it went pretty good <laughs> oh man yeah that's a reason not to want to go back <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> I don't know but I mean uh, I still don't know why you believe in ghosts but <laughs> well oh, yeah. one time no nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell Rachel's office story <laughs> but claim it as my own yeah well but alright yeah I mean those guys were fun and you know hopefully we can go on their show and master debate yeah yeah, in our, in our backyards. <laughs> <laughs> Start off in loincloth. Loin <laughs> work our way down from there. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. Um, you can check us out on social medias at true.chronos.podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and check all the boxes. Rate and review, etc., etc., etc. And you can email us. You can email us at truecriminalsjailpod.com. At gmail.com. True, true criminals. Did you, did you get it right? <laughs> Let me try again. You can email us at truecriminalsjailpod at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> but all right, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, definitely. Um, and tell a friend. Speak about true criminals. First rule of true criminals is talk about true criminals. In the meantime, I'm Eric. I'm Scotty. And this was True Criminals. Neither of us realized that it was supposed to be like a dark comedy. <laughs> so we were like legit trying to figure out a mystery. I tried to trick you and I don't deserve your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> When you say skate, you mean like roller skate or like ice skate? <laughs> like skateboard. <laughs> skateboard. Those are the two weirdest options you've ever come up with.